Hey there, welcome to the Life Organized Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about something that may have been building up for you just a little bit over the last several episodes. We've talked a lot about routines, and I know you well. I know some of you are thrilled with routines, and then others of you really resist them. And so this episode is for those of you who aren't a fan of routines. Where do we go from here? Is this the end of the road, or is there some hope? Is there a way that we can get organized and somehow sidestep this whole issue of routines. We're going to talk about that today. All right, so I want you to start thinking about why you don't like routines. If you were sitting with me and we were chatting about this, I'm sure you would say something like, I just like to be spontaneous. I feel so trapped when there's all of this stuff I have to do. I just don't feel free enough. And I think that's super legit. And I'm glad you mentioned that. And I want to talk a lot about that. Um, A lot of times routines feel really boring. Like if there's something else you want to do, you just want to be able to do that. Maybe you don't feel like doing what it is that your routine is telling you you have to do. And so you just don't like that boredom and that restriction that comes from those routines. And a thousand variations of that. Whatever it is you're feeling, I want you to know I've heard it. I talk about it with my clients. I get it. I feel that way myself sometimes. And so I just want to kind of honor that where you're at right now with routines. And then I want to just ask you if we can take this whole idea of routines, hold it in front of us, kind of turn it over a little bit, inspect different sides and aspects of routines to see if there are some dimensions that we're just not taking into consideration as we are making this final decision that routines aren't for us, therefore we can't be organized, therefore this is what my life is going to look like. All right, let's just give it a minute and let's maybe consider a couple of things that we haven't talked about before. I'm not trying to talk you out of anything, any great aspects of your personality. I just want to make sure that the conversation you have in your head about routines is really true and that we're getting all the facts. Okay, so let's start out talking about what routines are. By definition, a routine is anything you don't have to consciously think about. Now that definition is going to give us pause because we get to start looking at what routines are a little differently. You may have filed away in your brain that routines are tasks that we have to do, these boring things that are a lot of work and drudgery But we're going to back away from that for a minute. Routines are anything that you don't have to consciously think about. So by that definition, we don't focus how to put on our shoes and tie them anymore. We did at one point, but now that's pretty automatic. We don't have to focus on how you put on your makeup or how you do your hair or when you get in the shower, you come out clean and you haven't had to give it a lot of thought. You just kind of shave your legs, wash your hair, wash your body, whatever, process that is for you, there's a routine there. What about when you do something really simple like making a sandwich or unloading the dishwasher or pouring a bowl of cereal? Are you going through the steps of that? No, that's automatic. Okay, so technically these things qualify as a routine. Washing your hands, blowing your nose, putting on your pants every day. We don't think about any of these things. So what's really interesting is that we have a lot of routines. And this happens because 
of our friend, the brain, that we've gotten to get to know a little bit better in this podcast, remember our brain doesn't like to work very hard. Our brain likes to create shortcuts in everything. It likes to make things easy. It doesn't want to output a lot of energy. And so anything you ask of the brain to do, if you're asking it to do consistently, it's going to find a way to make it easy. It's going to find a way to automate it. Think about, have you ever learned a new language? Think about back to junior high or high school when you took a language class, or maybe you traveled or had a life experience where you got to learn a new language. That was hard, wasn't it? That was a lot of work that our brain had to do. But as we stuck with it and were consistent with it, suddenly the brain figured out ways to remember certain things that we asked of it often. It began to create some neural pathways. It began to create some routines. Think about when you started driving. Boy, I was so nervous to drive backing out of the driveway. Do you remember how much effort that took? How conscious and focused you had to be to make sure that you knew right when to put on the brake and put the car in gear and turn around and look at the right things and ease forward. And if you had to turn a little bit as you were coming out, which direction you had to turn the wheel so the car went in the direction you needed it to go. That was a lot of work. I want you to think about the last time you backed out of your driveway. Did you even give it much thought? No, because your brain loves to automate things that are hard. It loves to figure out shortcuts and to make it easy. It loves to not have to consciously think about things. Do you see where we're going with this? Your brain loves routines. So when I have a client that says they don't like routines, I have to respectfully disagree. There are experts that say between 40 and 95% of what we do every day is routines. And I want you to think about that. How you fill up your water bottle, how you grab your purse and walk out to the car, how you wash your baby's hair, how you get dishes out and start making dinner, how you turn on your computer and check your email. Do you have to think about any of that? Look at how much of what you do every day is routine. Our brains are machines that were made for routines. And I love that idea of being made for something. All right, so let's take this example. Think about someone who is so gifted at something that just doesn't use it. You know, like think about someone who might be just a really gifted musician. Maybe they have a beautiful voice or they're very good at some instrument. They have a great sense of rhythm. Maybe they're just really coordinated and just a really beautiful dancer and they just don't do anything with it. Isn't that so sad to think about their potential, the gift that they were given, the joy that they could experience if they developed those gifts, and they just don't do anything with it, right? Think about someone who's really athletic and has a lot of potential, and just from the get-go, they are heads and shoulders above everyone else in a certain sport. And yet, how sad if they don't take advantage of that gift they've been given and don't create anything with it, don't develop it. Again, just a lot of joy and fulfillment they're missing out on in their life if they don't do something like that. We could go on and on, right? Someone who has a gift for learning languages, someone who is really good at a certain subject in school, something that comes really easy for someone. You just want to kind of take them by the shoulders and shake them a little bit and say, listen, you've been given this really great opportunity. Utilize it. Make something of yourself with it. This is a gift you have. It can really bring a lot of meaning and joy into your life. Well, anyone who is listening to this has a brain. And anyone who has a brain has this superpower. And it is the ability 
to create routines. Your brain wants to do it. It is doing it all the time. If you think you don't like routines and you resist routines, you're actually wrong because you are doing so many things without giving any conscious thought to it. I almost feel it's a little bit like you've got someone who's broke, who is desperate for money and doesn't realize that they have access to this bank account with a million dollars in it that's just right at their disposal. So many clients, so many people I talk to come to me and just want to fix certain parts of their lives, organize it, clean it up, get control of it. And yet they have reasons that they don't want to utilize routines. And so it's kind of like they're just not accessing that money that's in that account that's right there at their disposal. They could start making withdrawals at any time. They have kind of this emotional baggage around their routines. Now, I'm here to help you organize your life. There are so many aspects I want to organize with you. We haven't even gotten into much thought work, into very many emotions, and we're going to get there because I can't help anyone create real results in their lives if we can't go deep into some of those things, some of those obstacles that come up. And you may be experiencing that right now. What I'm saying might make sense, but you're still feeling like, yep, but I hate routines anyway. I have to be spontaneous. And that's where a little bit of the emotional work starts to come in, where we have to start to unpack, well, what happened? Why is it that you're feeling this way? You know, maybe you had a bad experience with them growing up. Maybe you had a parent that really enforced a lot of structure in your life and it was negative and they made it not fun. And perhaps you have a personality that needs to be a little more carefree. And so it was just a bad mix and you have a bad taste in your mouth with routines. And I get that. But you still have this brain that's so good at making them. And I've tried. I have done coaching and organizing for over 15 years. I've tried to work with individuals who are routine resistant to see if there's another way that we can do this. And the bottom line is there isn't. Routines are the way, if you listen to episode four, when we talked about the time and the pantry analogy, we all just have all this miscellaneous stuff in our lives we have to do. And it likes to spread out all over the shelves because things by nature are just going to be messy and unstructured. And if we can't figure out how to scoop those things up into tighter containers or tighter routines, they rule our lives. And that's where we start to get into some problems. All right. Maybe you don't have a good experience with routines because you haven't ever set them up properly. The next episode I'm going to teach you how to do that. I thought about combining this all into one episode, but I decided we're going to break it up because I like shorter podcast episodes and because I just really want to honor this place that you might be in if routines are really hard for you. We need to process through that. But one of the things I want to suggest is maybe you just haven't ever been taught. And so you've erroneously come to this conclusion that you're not good at it. And that's not even true. You know, I used to think I was not a good baker. I couldn't make rolls, couldn't make cinnamon rolls. I tried in the past. It never turned out well. And then I had a friend come over one day and show me how to make dinner rolls. And once she showed me some shortcuts and helped me recognize where I was going wrong, guess who brings rolls to Thanksgiving dinner every year now? I've got this great roll-making talent. Didn't think I did, but I had never been taught correctly. Guess who just made cinnamon rolls for the team breakfast for my daughter's junior high volleyball team? Me, because I had a friend come over and show me how to do it the right way. I needed the right recipe. I needed the right guidance. I needed how to, to know how to avoid certain things. And something I never thought I could do, make rolls, make cinnamon rolls. I'm really good at it now. They taste great. They sound really great right now, actually. <laughs> 
So you just never know. Maybe you are good at routines, but you just haven't been taught how to do them properly, how to create them properly. So we'll take care of that in the next episode. But I want you to consider that that is something that might be at play here. And then I want to honor too that you may be a highly creative person. And so your life may be less structured and less full of routines than mine. One of the things I teach my clients is the more you want to get done, the more organized you need to be. The more tasks you want to complete, the more containers you need to hold those tasks in or the more routines you need. If you're a highly creative person, then you're probably happy being less productive and more creative, and that's okay. I love the contrast. I love how we can all bring something different to the table. That's definitely something we can work with. But to say that you hate routines and you're not going to use them and that they don't serve you is not entirely accurate because you're using them already. You have many times in your day that you're doing things without thinking. So your brain's very capable. We just have this little bit of a baggage or belief system around that. And we want to find where would routines really serve you? What is that pain that you're experiencing right now that could make a big difference if you had a routine around it? And let's not rule that out just because you're a spontaneous creative person. Let's find ways to leverage routines so that you can get that out of the way and really be able to experience the freedom of having that creative time without having things hanging over your head. You know, a lot of times people will tell me they don't like routines because they feel so trapped and they don't feel free, but the opposite is actually true. Routines free you because it's not true freedom to be trying to enjoy yourself or enjoying yourself and doing things and then coming home and coming back to reality and coming back to responsibility and have fires all over that you need to put out. And then you have that sense of, I just can't get it all done like we talked about a couple episodes ago. I'm very loyal to my routines because I really value the freedom that my routines give me with a few strategically uh, placed routines in my life. I open up big pockets of time to do a lot of things I love. I'm very involved with my family, very proactive with my family. I love, as I've mentioned before, to play pickleball and to do things outdoors and have a lot of time to just enjoy being physically fit and active. I love this business. I love working with clients. And I have to be really on top of my routines to open up enough time to be able to do all of these things. And we'll talk more about that in the next episode. I'm going to brush up on that point again. But I just want to give you some other dimensions to look at when it comes to routines to kind of loosen up any type of a tight grip you have on your opinions and beliefs around routines. Because I think maybe there's a possibility that you've been looking at it in a way that's not serving you. I wanna share a couple of quotes I've used for years by Dr. Heidi Grant Halverson, and I love what she says about routines. So just consider this. She said, routines can become so automatic that we start performing them without realizing it. So we get done what needs to get done even when our minds are preoccupied with other things. I probably will repeat this in the next episode when we talk about how to create routines because there's such a beautiful process that's happening here. I don't, I mean, I don't wake up and I'm not excited to do my laundry. I'm not excited to do home base. I'm not um, looking forward to cleaning. But what I do love is that there's just about zero mental energy that goes into any of those things. 
I know when I'm going to do it. I know what my process is. It's very slick and easy. So it frees up my mind. I love that time because I'll call one of my sisters and talk to them or one of my good friends, or I'll listen to a podcast or a book on Audible. Sometimes when I'm folding laundry, you can turn on the TV and watch your favorite show. You get to make that time what you want it to be because it becomes mindless. Your hands are moving, you're moving forward, you're eliminating that external clutter, and you're opening up such great opportunity for your mind to do something that you love to do. Okay, one follow-up quote by Dr. Halverson. She said, routines remove the need to deliberate over what you should do when, which takes time and energy, because once you've established a routine, you've already made those decisions. Okay, so let's kind of break that down. The brain hates to figure things out. It hates to decide where things go on that pantry shelf or where you're going to put it in your week, as we talked about in episode four. So a routine takes care of all that for you. It tells the brain you don't need to think through this. You already know when you're going to do it. So let's not waste the energy on that. And again, it just opens the door for that to becoming even more automatic and more routine. I don't think about when I'm going to do my household tasks. I'm probably going to repeat a few things in the next episode, but I really want to share it here. I've calculated that I spend about three hours a week taking care of my house. Is that even possible? It is. I have these amazing routines that are baked and they're consistent and they're regular. So I don't have a lot of buildup and I can take care of my menu planning and grocery shopping and paper and laundry and cleaning in about three hours a week. Now, you may need more time. You may have a bigger family. You may not have processes that are quite as baked, but how amazing to be able to take care of those things that sometimes it takes women all day, every day to try to stay on top of those things. Routines are the answer. They're just going to make those things slick. So talk about wanting to be free. Talk about wanting to be able to be spontaneous and creative lots of time I can do that. And it's possible because of my routines. Okay. Thank you for this conversation today. Thank you for sticking it out and listening, especially if you feel really triggered as we're talking about routines. And you may still feel triggered. You might say all of that feels true, but I still hate it. That's okay. That's an indicator that there's some emotional work to be done, which I'd love to help you with. And we will in future episodes or maybe in the Life Organized membership that I've mentioned. I'll put the links to that in the show notes. But just for today, you know, I like to leave you with an action and there's not a lot to do with your hands, but there are some things to think about. In other words, we're talking about an intangible topic, not a tangible topic. So one thing you could start to do is see if this is true for you. How many routines do you have during the day? See if you can prove me wrong. Maybe you do have to consciously think about a lot of things, but maybe you don't. So start to notice, is your brain capable of those routines? I want you to also just come back to what we talked about earlier and consider that maybe no one's ever taught you how to do a routine. I really doubt anyone has. Um, You know, growing up, our parents teach us to read and, you know, they might teach us how to throw a baseball and how to play the piano, but nobody sits down and says, okay, this this is the breakdown of how you can automate a certain behavior. So if you haven't been taught that, then how do you know that maybe that's not part of the problem? So we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Another thing I'd like you to do is ask yourself, if you're being completely honest with yourself about the amount of freedom you enjoy living a life without routines, and I get it, it feels good to go have fun and do things, 
But it isn't freedom when you come home to fires blazing all around you. It isn't true freedom when you know you're going to be paying the price for not taking responsibility for certain things, for not having a plan for certain things, for thinking you'll just be able to wing it and figure it out. That comes with a price. That price tag generally is that internal clutter that we've talked quite a bit about in this podcast. So be honest with yourself about how truly free you feel. And then I think the last thing that you could possibly consider is, are you open to learning how to do a routine the right way? Um, If so, then a great action would be for you to listen to the next podcast episode because I'm going to break that down and invite you to experiment with it. And as you do that, you might notice some different results, kind of like when I made those cinnamon rolls. You know, when I got taught the right way with the right recipe and shown how to do it, I realized I actually was a good cinnamon roll maker. So maybe that'll be the same thing for you with routines as well. And maybe not. So you are you, you get to be you, you are the expert on you. But I think the thing I will say is if there's some unhappiness there, some dissatisfaction, some things you long for, and some of what we talk about in this podcast sounds really great, but you're hung up on this routine thing, I would be careful to not just reject routines like you always have, because this could be a pretty big part of the puzzle for you. And so let's break it down and let's take it slow and let's experiment and let's see if there's some little shifts you can make so that routines start to become something that can work for you. So you can kind of build this machine that can run your life for you so you don't have so much heavy lifting to do all the time. We can keep it minimal. We can customize it, make it work for you however we need to. But I think we should maybe give it a little bit of thought. All right, that's the conversation. When you aren't a fan of routines, maybe you have a few new things to think about. And if you're interested in going another step, then why don't you join me in the next episode, episode seven, when you want to learn how to do a routine. All right, we'll see you soon.